Hello, my beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. How are you doing today? We will start by affirming our citizenship. And according to Philippians 3.20, I declare that my citizenship is of heaven. I will invest my life learning about my nationality's culture and operations. I belong to a kingdom not made with human hands. Acts 17.24 I will trust God, the Creator, who designed my season of revealing heaven to earth to come through for me. I understand the boundaries placed by God for my revealing. I appreciate my mandate to reveal God's kingdom on earth within God's allocated period. When in doubt, I will seek God's face. I will first seek God's kingdom. Matthew 6, 33. Where there is hatred, I give your love. Amid the darkness, I shine your light. Where there is chaos, I bring your peace. Where there is injury, I will uphold your justice. I will keep sight of God's heart and kingdom. I will not be brainwashed into leaving Earth's agenda because I understand the battle for my mind. I will not give in to earthly presentations. I will be prayerful. I will be watchful. I am alert. 1 Peter 5.8 God, King, Lord, Master, thank you for how you keep your beloved. As they affirm their citizenship, you will do much more than anything they have asked or imagined. Bless them today and uphold them as they wait on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we will go in further into Acts 12, and we will start from verse 11. In prior verses before verse 11, Peter was held in jail to be tried the next day. He had all these guards around him, up to 18 of them as we could count. And there was this night he had fallen asleep, and the angel of the Lord came to him. As a result of all the prayers that were being prayed for him, the angel released him from not just the chains, but he passed through several gates of iron and the angel brought him out of the entire prison without any of the guards being awake or aware. When all this was taking place, he thought he was in a dream. So in verse 11, then Peter realized what had happened. He thought, now I know that the Lord really sent his angel to me. He rescued me from Herod and from all the things the Jewish people thought would happen. I want you to think for a second. Have you been able to look at your life? And when you have a better insight into the things that took place in your life at a certain time, things that you were unaware of, now, in hindsight, if you think about how you came out of that situation unscathed, you will be amazed at how the Lord delivered you. This is how it was for Peter, I believe. Verse 12, when he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John. So he went to his brother in the Lord's mother's place. 
So these people became a spiritual family. He knew that that was where the brethren would gather to pray. Many people were gathered there praying. I mean, what time of the night was this? Man, this, these people were so given to prayer. Could that be what we're missing? The power we have in prayer, we aren't utilizing it, so we suffer as a result. What we're expected to get from the body of Christ, we're not getting it because we're not praying. I pray you understand the gravity of gathering together in prayer and seeing impossible situations become possible, that God will create a prison break for his son supernaturally because his people have gathered together to pray. Peter was sleeping. Everybody was sleeping. But these people were praying, God, help us to pray. God, help us. Revive us. I urge you to become a praying person. In verse 13, Peter knocked on the outside door and a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer it. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so happy she forgot to open the door. Instead, she ran inside and told the group, Peter is at the door. Oh my God, just the joy. I don't know about you, but I just picture myself in that scenario. And I'm sitting there with everybody or standing and praying. And then this girl, Rhoda, goes to the door and sees Peter and comes back to tell us, my God, you're praying for someone. And the Lord does that miracle before your very eyes. My God, do miracles before our eyes as we pray. Let your people believe in the power of prayer again. Let it not be that we have spent our lives being lazy, being consumed with things of this world, whispering. And so we haven't received answers. And so we've lost faith and hope. God, let there be deliverance today. As we rise up and understand what prayer is, that it's a lifestyle when you say pray without season, that this is what it means. It is to have power with you to change circumstances. But Peter continued to knock. In verse 15, they said to her, you're insane. But she kept on insisting it was true. So they said, it must be Peter's angel. <laughs> I always love this part because how do you not believe that Peter is out of jail, but believe that Peter's angel is at your door? How did these people exist they believed in angels, and this makes me think that our angels are very similar to us. This makes me think so, because where did this ideology come from? Rhoda sees somebody, and they assume that she thinks is Peter, because Peter's angel must look like him. People's angels must look like them and sound like them, and that's why she's assuming. But just believing in the supernatural manifestation of angels, much more than the physical manifestation of Peter at their door. It was easier for them to experience an angel being in their midst than somebody being delivered from a physical prison. This is the life they lived. They were praying people and they were accustomed to angels. I'm sure if we were able to interact with these people, 
they talk about angels like you're talking about your neighbor. Oh, my neighbor just left the house this morning and I didn't see him for two days. I'm sure that's how they have discussions about angels. Father, I ask that this be restored into the body of Christ, that we will be so accustomed to angels, that the angelic, it's not something we're scared of. It's something we welcome. There are beings that we welcome. There are beings that we don't only read about, but we see them. There are beings that we talk about, and we have daily encounters with them. There are beings that we can tell have come from your kingdom. There are beings that when they are present, we know that you have sent them with a message for us. Help us to be so used to you being in our midst, involved in our daily challenges, Lord. Help us to cast out fear and to welcome beings from your kingdom. So in verse 16, Peter continued to knock. And then they opened the door, they saw him, and they were amazed. Peter made a sign with his hand to tell them to be quiet. So he didn't want to create a scene. He didn't want anybody to hear them screaming and stuff like that, so that in case they later on start looking for him, somebody will say, oh, I think I saw the guy you were describing. Oh, I think I saw the guy we wanted dead. I think he came at certain time of the night and the believers were screaming. And then at the end of the day, they're going to get the believers, probably kill them. Remember, they were gathering in secret. They had to hide. So he motioned to them to be quiet. And he took the time to explain how the Lord led him out of jail. And he said, tell James and the other believers what happened. They were big on testimonies. Then he left to go to another place. He left the entire place, but the testimony carried on. And I'm so grateful that we have that testimony as ours today to say that as we pray for you, as we pray for one another, those prison doors are opening. There's a prison break for each one of you listening right now in the mighty name of Jesus. A prison break from that stressful job, from that abusive relationship, a prison break from that spirit of loneliness, spirit of masturbation, that spirit of pornography, a prison break from the manipulations of those you call your siblings, a prison break from every stronghold you've suffered from. This is your testimony and you have overcome today in the mighty name of Jesus. In verse 18, the next day, the soldiers were very upset and wondered what had happened to Peter, right? He was right beside them. He was chained. The prison doors just opened. There was nothing that showed a struggle. And in verse 19, Herod looked everywhere for him but could not find him. I decree that your enemies will look everywhere and they will not find you in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that your abuser will look everywhere for you and he will not find you in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that all the evil things that have haunted you will look for you everywhere and they will not find you because you have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Your soul has escaped and everything that brought you sadness and pain will no longer find you. And unfortunately, he questioned the guards and ordered that they be killed. 
Herod was a very wicked man and his judgment came. If you read down to the 21st verse, on an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, sat on his throne and made a speech to the people. They shouted, this is the voice of a God, not a human. Verse 23, because Herod did not give the glory to God, an angel of the Lord immediately caused him to become sick and he was eaten by worms. God's message, however, continued to spread and reach the people. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, I agree with you that everything that has been working against you, every plan of the enemy and whoever is the orchestrator of these plans, their judgment comes right now. Father, I begin to call for your justice upon the beloved one, that Lord, you will cause the people who have tormented them to repent or receive your judgment in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, because your son and your daughter right now have received not only a testimony of deliverance, but a testimony of you judging the circumstances and the people that have come against them. And this is all for your glory, because when the evil was cast out, God's word continued to spread and reach people. So, Lord, we agree. Whatever demonic forces in the atmosphere that have been standing in the way of the progress of your word, Lord, we cancel the assignment and we pronounce judgment on them that they will encounter your power. Lord, everything standing in the way of the preaching of the message of the kingdom, Lord, we ask for your judgment upon it. And we decree, Lord, that your people are walking in the freedom of Jesus Christ. I decree that this one listening is super blessed and anointed. And your hand is all over them for good. I thank you for the testimonies that are coming forth of their deliverance by your power. I welcome angelic hosts into your home. In the name of Jesus, the eyes of your understanding will be opened that you will not only know the depth, the width, the height of God's love for you, but you will recognize that love in the angelic activities that happen around you. You are living out your citizenship on earth. Kingdom of God lives within you. The hosts of heaven surround you, cheering you on, and angels minister to you. This is your story in Jesus' name. Amen.